I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are welcoming to the studio Alex Mav, the executive producer of hit Australian TV show Love Island Australia and I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. We will be questioning Alex on how the contestants are selected for these shows, how producers stir up the drama, how editing plays a hand at increasing ratings, and he'll give us his thoughts on this year's lineup of Season 4 of Love Island Australia. Stick around to hear what goes on behind the scenes on some of Australia's juiciest TV programs. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice and much more. Hey Matt, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you very much. Welcome to Where's Your Head At. How are you both? We're doing well. Yeah, good, good. How about yourself, Both, both in relationships. How are you? I, so I was going to ask. I saw you got engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Very big life moment for me, so I'm really excited. Thanks. Yeah, Not the person fun. who you might have thought, but... <laughs> no, we just need one. We just need one couple to stick together. Like, we're just gonna, yeah, we were going to say, it has to be this year. There's a lot of pressure it's on. It's got to be this year. Look, we've got, we're going to come out this season with a few people in love. Let's hope they last more than like what a year. But that would be nice. Wait, Anna did yeah, Anna did just over a year. I I did a year of the hard yards <laughs> and then just pulled it quits. Were you within with them? Wait, were you with them when they did the block, or did you split up by that point? It was like three months after we broke up. I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> uh, do, do, are you are you mates, or you just don't like each other at all anymore? No, we're totally civil. Like it's you know. It's very, admirable. Very, yeah. very amicable. Yeah, very amicable. <laughs> well, she did better than me. I did what, like a week? Mate, you did yeah. about, Matt did about two days and he was like, okay, see ya. Oh. Matt, was done by the time we, Matt was done by the time we got off the plane. <laughs> Not yet. Well, look, Mav, we were on your show, Love Island, season two, and now you're on our show. Did you think you'd see the day? No, I didn't. I didn't. But hey, I'm, I, this is what I do. I make stars, you know, so it's great. Well, it's great. just in full, just to be clear, we have full editing reign now. So oh. <laughs> the tables are fully turned. What goes around comes around. <laughs> yeah. Just um, just don't franken grab me, okay? Yeah. No, we're going to say you looked after us, so we've got your back. Don't worry. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what? I'll get this in while I can. Love Island is actually the most honest reality show show there is because we don't have frankly we don't have time to do all the frank and grabbing stuff that you know look you know your shows like the bat and i've got nothing but love for all of these shows and i've got people i, I respect massively that work on them but you know shows like married at first sight the bachelor you know all, all those other shows you know they have months in the edit suite like months literally multiple suites multiple editors yeah we have one night to get our show together certainly when you guys did it you know um like literally 10 hours in an edit suite so you are what you are you know? I, I remember when i was with my ex kira she was messaging you about frankenbite and you were, um you had some strong words to say about it you hated it did I? yeah what did i say oh you just said it's bullshit or something like that do you well, i mean look it, it, it it's not fair yeah you know? agree I, I get i get it sometimes like if someone messes up their words right if i was to say Oh, uh, you know, hi, Matt and Sue. Sorry, I mean, Anna. How are you doing? Nice to see you today. Yeah, yeah. 
I've got no problem with you cutting out the Yan Su and blah 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 and making it high mountain Anna. That is that's fair game because yeah. I meant to say it. Yeah, yeah. But if I say um, Anna, I you know I love you, and then hey Matt, I hate you, and then suddenly on television say Anna, I hate you. That's not fair. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. not it's not what actually happened. So it's yeah, yeah. essentially yeah. it's not fair. But you know we've got a job to do. We've got twenty four hours of vision to get down to you know one hour. So. We're always going to cop it from the Islanders every single time. You know, yeah. any reality TV show producer will cop it, no matter what a great job they do, because people will be like, "Why didn't you show that bit? Why didn't you show that bit?" And that's just like because there's 23 hours, you know, <laughs> or you know, 23 hours of the day that are not going to be on television. You know? yeah. yeah. So have you guys had a lot of backlash as producers from ex-contestants coming to you being like, "What the fuck is this?" Uh, honestly, no, because I, I believe that uh, the three big reality shows that I've done in Australia, Big Brother, you know, when it was proper Big Brother, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and Love Island, I've all been fast turnaround shows. And even now, even though Spain is already in the can, our Series 4 is in the can, we still cut it exactly the same, you know, so it looks and feels like Love Island. Like we shot one episode a day, we will cut one episode a day. You know, so it's exactly the same. So... Like I said before, the fact the fact is, my, on my shows, I don't have the ability to to turn you from the hero into the dickhead, you know. So, the answer is no. I have absolutely no doubts. I'm not stupid that people will slag us off behind our backs and go, "They've really fucking, you know, they've done this and they've done that and blah 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 blah." More with us, it's a bit, you know, it's the dramatic edit. So, like, let's say there's a fire pit, right? I'll give you the example. There's a fire pit. And, you know, the, 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 the commercial track is pumping, you know, and the drama, you know, <laughs> and you've got the flames and the moon and it's all, you know, and, you know, and you cut to a shot of Matt's face. Now, we want Matt to be shitting himself because he's about to get dumped. And Matt's there going. <laughs> Matt's good at those faces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, will we use a shot of him looking serious from five minutes before? You bet your ass we will because, you know, it's a television show and, you know, we're building the drama. But again, that's fair because that was how he was feeling at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That is that's 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 the, that's the limit to what we go. I've heard horror stories about other producers getting absolutely, you know, trolled and ripped apart. Really? By, you know, yeah, yeah, but no, not me. But like, look, you you guys <laughs> can turn someone who's like maybe not like that much of a likable person into a really good person. Like, you can give someone like a superstar edit, though, right? Uh yeah. I mean, yeah, but again, we don't have a lot of time to do that. I mean, it, it's pretty hard to hide a bitch or a dickhead, you know. Um, on I'm a Celeb, we've had some celebs that, uh, you know, it was pretty hard to make them heroes, you know. And it's a show, it's a show about heroes. And we made the decision, you know, not to um, because we're showing what actually happened. So, you know, there were a few, and I'm not going to name drop now, but, you know, that were real dicks in camp. And we showed them being dicks, you know, because that's what happened. I can't think of an example where we turned someone who was, uh, you know, a really terrible human being into uh, a nice person. We, yeah, sure, we might have to sanitize stuff, like if, if there is something that is really full on, you know, or can't be shown for classification reasons. Um, you know, we've had arguments in the Love Island Villa before that, you know, are, you know, all Fs and Cs and screaming and shouting, and we can only show this much of this much. Because if we showed the rest, we'd be taken off air. Yeah. You know, so. Right. Um, yeah. On that, what was the biggest drama you've had to deal with as like a producer, like actually on TV? Oh, I mean, look, there's, there's sad ones and there's massive ones. I mean, I, I, I'll start in Love Island terms. The, the physical fight between Grant 
and Eden in season one in Spain yeah. was full on, you know. Yeah. Um, there was a guy, one of the bombs called Dom. Thank God he was six foot five. <laughs> um, yeah. he, he essentially saved that franchise. You know, he doesn't know this. He's probably never heard that story. But <laughs> He's he about to find yeah. out. <laughs> He put his body in between these two bull elephants, you know, who were about to rip each other's fucking eyeballs out, you know, <laughs> and stood like this. And because we can get there quick enough, you know, we had security there and they were in pretty quickly. Yeah. And all the Islanders were great. But, you know, you had Taylor Demir and Aaron and, you know, Millie and, you know, all these kind of tiny uh, human beings around and these two blokes going at each other. Yeah. And suddenly so anyway, Dom put himself in the middle and I, I think – and I'm a fat bastard, and you know, and I'm t- so the, the the villa was 400 meters away from the control room. I was in that villa in two and a half minutes. Yeah, you're um, running for your life without you. Like, yeah. don't have my Yeah, show. I still remember in our one when you said that you did a mercy run up to the villa when um yeah. <laughs> when Luke said he was going home. I still use that expression oh. now. Mercy, mercy run. run. Yeah. We, we love a mercy yeah. run. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I had to give Luke a cigarette. <laughs> Come, so there's, there's a little, uh, there's a little uh, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, uh, yeah. Tr- I'm pretty tr- sure tr- you get, I got a cigarette at one point. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Shush. No, yeah, I think there are a lot of, you're giving a lot of darts out. <laughs> Keep everyone happy. We just needed a relaxing at that point. Anything was, yeah, I was I like, take... give me anything. I mean, that's actually one of the questions I had for you. Why do we only get one alcoholic beverage a night on Love Island when in other reality TV shows they get them absolutely hammered? Yep. Okay. Well, two really clear answers to that question. I'll give you the responsible one first is that no other show puts you in bed together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The worst thing that can happen on Love Island, and there's no secret around this, yeah. is that someone touches somebody that doesn't want to be touched or something inappropriate happens and there is a lack of consent and alcohol blurs those lines. Yeah. You know, how many times in our normal lives have we done stuff when we're pissed and the next morning woke up and gone, oh, shit. Oh, mate, every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So that's why we, that, that is the number one reason. Makes the number sense. two reason is I think it makes shit TV because, uh, you know, you are slurry, you make, you make poor decisions. I don't want to make a show where, you know, drunk people are screaming at each other. I'd rather make a show where scream, sober people are screaming at each other. And Love Island is a show where we want you to look amazing all the time. Yeah. Who looks great when they're off their tits? You know, nobody, you no. know. Um, you might look great to other people that are off their tits at the time. <laughs> but but trust me, you know, I, I, made, I made Big Brother for many, many years um, back when it was filmed up here in Queensland. And, you know, they, were, they might get four, sometimes five drinks a night back in the good old days. And, you know, when, when you go past a level, you can't show it anyway because they just, they look pissed. It's not, it, you know, it's just not the way to make TV and it's not responsible, especially with, you know, we're putting boys and girls together in an intimate situation and you're all under our duty of care. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, all every single year, please grab another beer, please grab another beer, please have another glass of wine. It's like, it's like herding fucking cats. It's like, no. <laughs> Anna because, was, I remember Anna uh, was like begging for more I treats. Oh. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, yes, I want one now. But in hindsight, when you look back at that series and look at how good you looked, right? Like how good did you guys look? You know, you're yeah. never going to look better at any time in your life than you do when you're in the Love Island Villa, right? Yeah. You are at the, the peak of your health, the peak of your hotness. Um, this and is that's true. What we want. <laughs> it's yeah. true. That's what it look like. Because you can Google, you know, Anna from Love Island, and that, that's what's going to come up. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
So do you want to be that or do you want to be the pissed girl? Oh, I I thank my lucky stars every single day that I wasn't allowed more than one drink in that show because well, things go from zero th- to one hundred real quick with yeah, me. Yeah. Don't think don't thank your lucky stars. Thank up. Thank you. Thank you. Do you remember you. me walking out of the finale with like a six pack under my arm? I was like, I have no. earned this. The, once the cameras are off, go the for rules it. are off. Yeah. Look, for people listening at home and they look at you and they're like, wow, he is the executive producer of Love Island shows like I'm a Celebrity, Big Brother, like amazing shows, like the best shows essentially in Australia. How do you get there? Do you study? Like what's the process to getting to where you are for people who are aspiring to do what you do? Look, starting from the absolute bottom level. So I've been in Australia since, I'm obviously English, I've been in Australia since 2001. So I've been there for a long time now. Uh, 2000 actually, yeah, 22 years now. I uh, did a media degree, yeah, um, which was all right. In, uh, honestly, in hindsight, going back to whenever that was, you know, a million years ago, 1997 or whatever it was, I, I actually think I probably could have done what I did without it because I don't know that I learned uh, much and just got myself into debt. And <laughs> having said all that, I did the degree, but um, actually, it's a funny story. And I wrote a letter to a local production company, and it was the best letter I've ever written in my life, and probably the most important letter I've ever wow. written in my life. And it basically said, "You look, I am. You know, I've always wanted to work in television. I knew uh, I've always wanted to work in television. I've always wanted to hear the words that I write, or the games I come up with, the things that you know that come from my brain on the screen and entertain people around the world." And they loved that letter, and I got a job as a runner. I was never asked to show my university degree once. It's still in the loft at my dad's house. Um, it's never come out of the, the envelope that, that, <laughs> I, that I got in there. So I could have basically lied and said I've got a media degree. And like, you know. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not suggesting people should go to uni. Anyway, so I wrote a really good letter. <laughs> Someone Kids, started. Do not, yeah. do not go to uni. People normally say stay in school. You're like, don't go to school. <laughs> yeah, Just, don't go to school. Uh, so wrote a really good letter, and but I started at the bottom of the bottom. Yeah, you know, and I'm talking about you know a runner's job in television is one of the hardest jobs in the world. You know, you will be driving cars with idiots in the back of them. You know, you'll be photocopying, you'll be making sandwiches, you'll be doing coffee runs. Some of the things the runners have got to do on Love Island, you know, like you know what happens in that villa. These guys have got to change the sheets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I it's, not, it's not, it's not a great job. Savage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you've got it. You've got to do it because that's how you. That's how you get in. Now I was lucky enough to be working for a very small uh, budget show, and that meant there weren't many people working on it. So, but you know, I got to operate cameras and I got to write some funny lines. It was basically just a teenage show about you know teenage issues. Okay. And so I managed to get up pretty quickly, and then I found myself working at the BBC on the live hospital show, which is nothing like what I do now. Of course, it was a show that ran for many years on BBC One. And I remember uh, I worked with an Australian guy. And I remember being in the car park at Guy's Hospital in London. It was pissing down with rain. And our porter cabins were next to the place where they used to incinerate like bits of dead skin and, you know, oh like all bits of. So you'd have this constant smell of dead flesh in your nostrils. Oh, and it was raining and you could smell like, you know, uh, massacres going on next door. And then my phone rang and it was this guy and he said, it was Chris, Chris's name, and he said, um, I've just got the job as a series producer on Temptation Island. We're filming in Fiji. Fiji, funny enough. Yeah. Um, would you like to come over and be a film producer on it? And I was like, <laughs> fuck yes. Yeah. Um, uh, got myself a working holiday visa, came over, did the show in Fiji, came back to Australia. And honestly, my plan was to, you know, 
drinking shag my way around Australia for six months, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it didn't work out. I met a girl. I fell in love. Um, I got a job on Big Brother Season 2, 2002. I did a good job, and, and it's kind of all gone on from there. And really, you know, my advice to anyone who wants to work in this genre of television is just is understand storytelling and understand um, casting, really, because, you know, it, it, it's all it's all about the cast, these shows, and it's all about how much you're willing to put into it because you've got to sacrifice a lot. Um, people don't think about the people behind the camera as much as they should. Um, you know, we spend so much time away from our families. We work outrageously long hours. And look, I'm not complaining because I love it. You know, I love my job and I believe I work on the best two shows in Australia. So I'm not complaining for a second. But, you know, you've got to, you've got to put in the hours. Um, you really, really do. I mean, if you can understand what makes good entertainment, then you're halfway there. Amazing. On that, when you got the job for like Love Island Australia, had you done your research and watched a lot of Love Island UK or had you just... When, so I was at ITV, I was doing I'm a Celeb and ITV, you know, got the tick for Love Island and I started frantically researching. So you know, I certainly wasn't a fan yeah. um, at the time, but I remember watching the UK season three. That was the one with Kem and Chris and yeah, Amber and Montana. Yeah. I mean, that was the the best, apart from our seasons, obviously, the, the <laughs> best Love Island that's ever been made, you know, and it was just like, I want to make this show yeah. for the rest of my life, you know, it's hot people doing sexy stuff in the best place on earth, and it's funny, what I love about it more than anything, more than any of the rest of the stuff, is it takes the piss out of itself, yeah. Yeah. you know, with that classic voiceover, you know, with Sophie Monk tongue-in-cheek, we will take the piss out of all of the Islanders and we yeah. make no apology for it, but we take the piss out of ourselves even more, you know, like yeah. um, we're not saying this is the most ex- important dating experiment in history, you know. <laughs> we're saying, hey, if you're really hot and you're up for an amazing laugh and you want to meet some other hot people and you want to make some good telly, come to Spain and let's do it, you know, that's pretty much what yeah. we're saying, you know. Well, look, let's talk about all the hot contestants and what makes a good contestant next. Okay, Mav, we have spoken about how to become a producer, but we really want to talk about what makes a good contestant. Now, I have a theory that to be cast on a reality (laughs) TV show, you need to be a bit of a narcissist. Am I on the money there? Um. You have okay. It depends on the show. Okay, uh, help helps on Love Island massively. Helps on Love yeah. Island because you know I'm a narcissist. I'm not hot like you two, but I'm definitely a narcissist. I don't. I don't think it's a it's a poor trait. But you know, yeah. if you care, if you care about yourself that much, you know, you are always caring about what the public think about you. Tick because that is the show. You know, you've yeah. got to win the public. It, it, you cannot win Love Island if you can't win over the public, right? You care what the boy. I'm going to use you as an example. You care what the boys in the villa think about you, right? If they choose someone else over you, that is going to hurt your feelings, <laughs> fucking big time. If you're a narcissist, right? Um, you care about you care about what the other girls think because you've always had issues with acceptance, and you know what I mean. Like you always want to be like the king girl, you know, in the girl Queen B. school. Yeah, Queen B. Yeah, Queen B. Thank you. That was the words I searched for. So. Yes, it massively helps because the, the, if you are a narcissist, you will give us, or to say give us, you'll give Australia the right reactions to all of those huge uh, format beats. Yeah. I would say if you are willing to give yourself up absolutely to what the show is, 
then that actually makes a better contestant. If you look at the people that have won this show or done very well out of this show, and I include obviously both of you and certainly you, Anna, because you ended up winning it, they gave everything that they had to you know to what it was. They they either were desperate to find love. Me. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, that was me and that. I, I was pretty, yeah, I was pretty keen for it. <laughs> the people that don't succeed are the people that are walking around all day going, oh, I wonder how they're editing me. I wonder, you know, if they're going to show that bit, you know, I wonder if, if I go and say this, will it make good telly? Should I go to the beach hut and like do a funny joke so I can get into this show, you know, like don't. <laughs> I remember being the opposite to that. I was like, I was sitting back on, fuck, they'd be silly not to show that. I remember walking over with the microphone being like, you guys do not want to miss this. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be like, oh, yeah, good one, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, everyone, I'm everyone making... point your cameras at Matt. He's about to do something. <laughs> you guys are welcome. After... And I'd walk away and be like, you're welcome. <laughs> you know you know what the, the biggest, the thing that shits us the most on Love Island, the, the, absolutely the most, and you're going to hate this, Matt, is this. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you... can we <laughs> get, pulling the microphone. Can we get some more, uh, can we get some more beers? Yeah, you hey, would... Alex, Alex, if you're about to call us the fire pit, can I go to the toilet quickly? <laughs> Hey, 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 guys! Um, uh, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go and um, chat to Anna now on the um, on the day beds over there. You might want to follow this. I fucking hate, I remember that. The, hate it. Yeah, I remember you telling us just don't grab your fucking bike. It's not we don't want. So simple. <laughs> so simple. Don't don't swim in them and don't talk in them like this. Yeah. That's yeah. in two rules. No. Well, when you're choosing contestants, is there like obviously like you? Have I don't know how many is in the cast this year? Like 30, 20? 20. 25 something like that 25 so are they kind of all sorted out into like you know like the person who you think could potentially win the funny guy the villain like are they kind of pre-sorted before you start filming certainly not who we think can win because i'm going to say that we don't give a shit who wins okay. uh, you know i mean you know we do we do we do when it comes down to to the crunches obviously obviously we're human beings and it's people that absolutely deserve to win and people that don't yeah um but when we're casting, that's the last thing on our mind. Right. You, know? you cannot put, uh, I'm just going to say the number of 10 because that's sort of how many you start with. You cannot put 10 people that are the same in a villa, right? Yeah. So that doesn't mean we're looking for heroes and villains. We're looking for people that are going to um, uh, provoke a reaction with the audience, okay? You can't put 10 bubbly blonde girls in the villa who are a bit sweet, and, you know, uh, a little bit funny. Uh, you can put one of those in, and then you need to put in the fiery brunette who looks completely different because, let's be honest, you know, we're, it's a TV show, and when you put up, we call it the bus, bus back is our industry term, when you yeah. put up the bus back of the 10 Islanders, okay, you need different colours of hair, different colours of skin, different, t- different heights, different um, levels of tats, different, you know, everything. Because viewers... And I include myself in this because I'm a viewer too, you know, human beings, I should say. When you sample a show in 10 seconds, you don't say, uh, okay, that's Anna McElvoy from Melbourne and she's 27 years old and blah, blah, you know, all that kind of stuff. You don't take the whole backstory and you go, okay, oh, there's the hot blonde chick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's the tall wrestler guy. And, and everyone <laughs> has different flavors as well. So they might see one yeah, that stands it, yeah. out to them and they go, all right, I want to see, you know, yeah. Anna, that blonde yeah. haired one there. She looks fit. Yeah. And again, with the edit, is you can't bring everybody up in episode one you know you've got to you've got to look at that day as a whole and look at you know who couples up with who and you've you've basically got to go okay we'll save 
Matt a bit until tomorrow, you know, because he's, you know, he tells a hilarious story in the morning, you know, so we will, we'll pull back a bit on Matt and concentrate on Adam here. And then tomorrow we'll pull back a bit on that because you, you can't just go, here's everybody. <laughs> here's all of your toys. It's yeah. like toys at Christmas. Yeah. Here's 10 toys <laughs> and they're all equally amazing and they're all really expensive and I want you to play with all 10 of them immediately. Yeah. You know? You've got to go, here's four toys and we'll keep these six back until Boxing Day. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you play pre-matchmaker though? Like do you yeah, have some? 100%. 100%. Yep. We've got sweeps. We've got money. Uh, <laughs> really? Matchmaker's at the time. I thought you meant- Oh yeah, we put, we bet on who's going to win, and we you know all of that stuff. Hundred percent. We had I got all of the predictions wrong this year. One one couple that hooked up on day one, I got correct. Wow. Um, I think I did. I think I did all right. I think I did all right in your season actually. Did um, you? Did you? Do you remember any? Yeah. Uh, who 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 coupled up on day one, Maddie? I um, coupled up with Vanessa. <laughs> I got that. You got, got that right. Yeah. Well, I said yeah. I wanted a brunette with. <laughs> Who was Cartier with? Um, Jared. 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 I got that right as well. Um, I, I think I think I got like literally all of them right on your wow. series. Really? On day one. Yeah, I was pretty happy with myself. How much you take from the pot? <laughs> that was a good couple of hundred <laughs> <laughs> no. Fijian dollars. Well, what personality traits as well do you look for in a contestant? Okay, they've got to not have their shit quite together. Right? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well, that, that was my next, <laughs> my next Because, you know, you know, what is the fun in going, welcome to Love Island. Here are some really well-rounded individuals <laughs> who have got no problems at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's so true. Like, okay, so when we went on Love Island, and I'm sure with every season that you do, you guys do like a pretty vigorous um, mental health assessment. Mm. Is there anything that you look for specifically that kind of like kicks people out? Uh, yes, with your psych assessment, there can be things that kick you out definitely because duty of care is absolute number one. Yeah. And look, you know, it, it is a really full-on thing to not only be on television 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like, you know, you're on camera, everything you do, you're put in a situation where you are being chosen from. You know, you could get rejected by a member of the opposite sex. You're put in a situation with a whole load of other people who, let's be honest, are you know, generally high achievers in life because they're so hot, you know, they've never had to do much, you know. Um, <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true. Um, it is a very confronting thing and you need to be very psychologically robust to do the Love Island Villa. So is there things that can rule you out through the psych evaluation? A hundred percent. We don't cast with the psych evaluation though. The, the, you know, as you two would both know, you guys were pretty much already in before you did the psych test. The psych test is what knocks you, could knock you out. Right. You know? And it's a really important part of the process because Love Island starts from the second I phone you up and say you're in to eternity. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you two could still, you know, get some PTSD or whatever from your Love Island experience. And, you know, you know do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's really full on. And it, go, it goes on, uh, you know, forever. You will forever be a member of a really exclusive group of people that have been in the Love Island Villa. And we have had no issues in Australia because of the, again, because going back to the way I believe the show is fairly edited and the way that we treat our Islanders, whether they're in the villa now or they're in the, or they're about to go in the villa or whether they're in the villa three years ago. But more importantly than all those things is that we won't put anyone in our villa that we would worry about. You're like, you have got to be tough enough to do this. And I say this to them all the time, you know. 
when you're in the villa, you're on TV all the time and there's pressure to always look good and there's pressure to be on the show more and there's pressure to hook up with this guy and this girl and there's pressure to kiss somebody and there's pressure to not get dumped. After the show, you know, you've got people going, uh, you're a fucking dickhead on Love Island. You know, I don't like your face. You know, it's like, well, you know, are you, are you tough enough to, to deal with that? To handle it, it takes yeah. A, yeah. Yeah, it takes a tough person, you know, to ignore, ignore the trolls, ignore all the bullshit. And realise that hey, it was actually a really great experience. Yeah. It's actually a really great show, and nothing bad can happen here, right? The, what's the worst thing that can happen? You leave the villa without a partner. You go back and you've got a few hundred thousand more followers, and yeah. um, you go back to your your life. A lot know, of everything's DMs fine, as well. guys. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of DMs. <laughs> a lot of DMs nice. yeah. So, what type of things rule people out then, just out of curiosity? So, like, let's just say I'm like at the very end of the road. I'm about to be in the villa. What's gonna kick me out a boyfriend okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's all yeah, a um, tricky one partner. to get around <laughs> a um a police report that says that you um uh, you know stabbed a granny or yeah, something you know definitely definitely yeah, out with yeah. that one <laughs> yeah well look there's, there's more serious stuff that yeah. i don't think we should go into with the psych reports but you know it, yeah. it's pretty obvious yeah. um that if you have got a long history or not even a long history you know a history of mental health issues um then you know probably being on a television show you know that films you 24 hours a day is not not the place yeah have you, you know what I mean? have you regretted putting any contestants into the villa oh look i regret every every series really? every series there's, there's always a couple that you go oh probably could have done better i'm, I'm not going to name names don't even ask me um but <laughs> you, are we there are we going, in it <laughs> yeah you're both in it you're both shit <laughs> Does that yeah, come down to casting? Like, does that come, or is yeah? That- but you get it wrong every time. I yeah. mean, you, you, okay. So, I'm going to go right back, right back to Big Brother in 2009 when I became EP of Big Brother, and you know th- that was the final, the first time where I started doing casting tours and talking to people face to face, and you know, and you'd go into a network and go, right, this person is amazing because they're infectious. You know, they're funny. You know, they look you in the eye and they talk. They've got this funny cute little giggle you know they uh, you know they've got an amazing backstory because you know they were born in an orphanage and you know sorry they were an orphan and you know like you sell these people yeah. because you're convinced they're going to be great yeah. and then they walk into the house and they do fuck all <laughs> and you go shit okay but then you really think about it and you know you've met them maybe four maybe three times face to face um you know, you've looked at all their socials, you've talked to their friends, you know, like we go hard on casting because it is everything. But you can't ever be certain. Yeah. You can never, ever, ever be certain and say, hey, this person is going to be the best Islander of all time. You know, I've got a lot of experience in this in this uh, industry now and I still get it wrong. Like, you know, I've got a pretty good hit rate. Nine times out of ten, you go, this person's going to be great. Put them in, you're never going to regret it. Same with I'm a celeb as well. You, you put them in. But every single time, you, what you're actually doing is, God, I really hope this person's going to be as good as I think they're going to be. Yeah. You know? And most of the time, we get it right. Yeah. Sometimes we get it wrong. Do you remember anything when you were casting either of us that stood out to you to get us? I remember we went back and forth with you, Anna, as to whether to put you in from the start or whether to make you that first bomb. And we we, we were umming and ahhing for so, so, so really? long. Because we like we really felt... Well, we really felt that you were genuinely in it for love. Like you're right. We said, I, I remember saying, yeah. <laughs> but I remember saying to somebody that this girl's either the best actress in the world or like she really, really wants this. 
And so we were then umming and ahhing us, you know, do we put her in the opening 10 and, you know, have the love story from like, you know, from day one and then maybe she gets a heartbroken after a week and then it's like, well, no, why don't we give her the best, what I think was the best chance is let everyone kind of do the feeling out process and bring her in after a few days yeah. and see what happens then. Um, and when it didn't happen straight away and the twins came in and we were just like, oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> Maddie, without without inflating your ego too much, I think I feel like you were in from like the second we met you, just because like you're funny as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Some people you just you know when you laugh um, with them and at them, uh, (laughs) you just know. And I was definitely laughing with and at. (laughs) I yeah, I still remember a lot of my casting shit, and I was like, I I left. I remember the face to face, and I was like. I've either blown it or fucking done really well. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it could go one or two ways. Yeah. Well, we just had season one, and I remember someone saying he's a bit like Justin, and I was like, no, I don't think he's. Because maybe you're mates with Justin, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't think I don't think he is. No, no. We, Matt and I have have had a chat about it, and we both said like we think that we got on as well because we're very needy and very like love obsessed and need validation <laughs> from a partner. Yeah. <laughs> Well, look, on that note, let's talk about this season of Love Island. It's coming out very soon, and we're going to talk about that next. Okay, Mav. So, Love Island Australia is about to be back. It's out on October the 31st on 9 now. The lineup has just dropped. Matt, what are your first impressions, firstly? The Sicilian stunner, Claudia. She stands out to me. She turned up a casting. She's from Adelaide. So she, we had to fly. To, we didn't go to Adelaide because it was, you know, still with COVIDy and stuff. Yeah. And she flew from Adelaide to Melbourne in the tiniest red dress, and I mean the tiniest <laughs> red dress. And she walks into casting, and her hair's everywhere. And she sits down. And she goes, "Oh, I've just come to the airport. Everyone thinks I'm a prostitute." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, done. <laughs> she's great. That's she's amazing. What about you, yeah, Anna? No, Did anyone stand out to well, you? Well, look, obviously I'm newly engaged, but I have a pass to be able to um, give my opinion on this. Mm. I think Austin was a bit of a standout for me. I think the man bun did it. He said he was a bit of a hopeless romantic, which I kind of liked. Um he looked tall. I don't know how tall he was, but That's that was def- my you need, He needs to be tall for Anna, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Austin, Austin is an exceptional-looking man. If it wasn't so rampantly heterosexual, <laughs> I would definitely have a crack, yeah. at, uh, crack at Austin. He is he's magnificent. Yeah. Human. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you – I'm going to run through the names and I'm going to get you to tell me in a couple of words. It can be one or three words. <laughs> It'll be one. We can do one word. <laughs> what you think of each contestant. So, right. we start with Austin. Uh, Latino. <laughs> Mitchell. Kiwi. Uh, Jordan. Mullet. Connor. Uh, bra boy. Bra boy. Okay. So that- he's, from, he's, he's from the bra and he's got, you know, he's got the bra boy tat. Stop it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Got a bit of a gangster in Love Island this year. <laughs> He's, a, he's an alpha. He's a, he's a, he's a big swinging dick. Okay, okay. Andre, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. <laughs> we might it have to watch like Poca- to know. He look no. He looks like Pocahontas. Um, Callum. Callum Welsh. Tack. Bad boy. Bad boy. Ooh, okay. All right. So we move on to the girls. Claudia. Smoking. Mm, Stella. Uh, infectious. Ah, that's cute. Holly. 
brash and British. <laughs> I love a Brit. Jessica. Yeah. Uh, such a firecracker. You're, you're like, yeah, wow. firecracker. Okay. I'm Layla. excited. Uh, Layla, in, uh, very direct. Yeah. I... Says, shit how, says shit how it is. Wow, yeah, okay. I've met her out a couple of times. Yeah, she's... I, have you? Yeah, from on the circuit. Has Hashtag? she slid into the DMs? Yeah, she yeah. has. Yeah, she's oh. been in the DMs before. She's been in yours. Yeah, been in I, I, yeah I've returned the favour. <laughs> <laughs> this is back when I was single, obviously, not now. Yeah, of course, mate. Of course. <laughs> Phoebe, the last one. AFL boys. Ah, okay. Footy frother. If you had to pick a footy fave, frother. who would you pick? I, I love all my children equally. <laughs> if you had to, we you need one. I can't, I, look, I can't because that would tell you, you know, the, the name I tell you basically means that they don't get dumped first. They last a long time. True. You know, that, you True. Know, we pre-recorded the series. So I, 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 I can't be drawn on that. But honestly, uh, it is a ass kicker of a series. Wow. So much shit happens. There are so many, there are so many things that happen that I wish I could tell you. So many people that are going to come in that you'll just go, get the Fuck, and so many, so many fights, and so much love, and so much drama. It is a real great, great series. Wow! So when you say people are coming in, do you, mm. can you give us any names? I heard there's a uh, famous groomsman coming in. Did you? Yeah. Who is that? Who, who's that? Al. 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 Who's that? Al from Maths, Married at First Sight. I've never seen it. <laughs> you look to the left and you have the worst poker face I've ever seen. Oh, no, but it's, it's mirroring, mate, so I actually look <laughs> to the right. We've also heard, uh, aside from Al, which Sophie Monk did semi-confirm, I think, so yeah. we can kind of go with that's happening. <laughs> we did hear that Josh Moss is going on as a contestant. Tell me that's I heard, true. I heard this too, Michelle, like, no. No. <laughs> Josh. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think this is a secret, so I'm just going to tell you. Josh was doing some work for Channel 9. So Josh was in Spain with us, but he was doing social social stuff for Channel 9. Right. So maybe somebody saw that he was in Spain and gone, oh, my God, Josh Moss is back in the villa. Um, but no, Josh is not back. Not, uh, like, we love Josh, and Josh is brilliant. But um, no, Josh is not in the right. villa. Any previous I- Love Island contestants? Coming back. Uh, not by now. Oh, that sounds a bit <laughs> sus. <laughs> hey, look, I, I don't want to give it because, like, you know, so no, there's not. But, like, like there is so much stuff that happens. I don't want to, I don't want people to think, oh, there's no way that's going to happen. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's a cracker. What yeah. did they used to say? The one thing about Love Island, what did they used to say to us in there? It's Love Island, anything can happen. Anything can happen, Anything. and that's what I talked about before. You've just got to you've just got to give yourself up to experience because you're not going to know what's happening tomorrow. And the reason you're not going to know what's happening tomorrow is that we don't know. Um, <laughs> that, that's why it's the best job in the world. Like yeah. every other show, you go in with like a whiteboard and it says, "On this day, we're going to do this challenge, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to." On Love Island, you go in, and yes, yeah, sure, for the first probably three days, you go in and go, "Okay, we're going to start with five boys or five girls, and we're going to bring in a male bomb, and then we'll do a dumping on day four because there's six girls and five boys and you know you plan it up to there but who the fuck knows what happens after that like you know who's going to walk out who's going to hook up with who who's going to couple up with who you know when you have a lower day and you need to put a challenge in you know to to fire it up a bit you you just make it up as you go along and that's what i absolutely love about and that's why that's why it is the best show yeah you just go go with the flow you know is there going to be a casa amor this year look there is something Okay. In the middle of the series, that is enormous. Wow. Okay. Um, 
enormous. Like, it, it's really hard this because you know, like I, what I really do want <laughs> to tell you, like the 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 you know for the for the promo and for the hype and for the comments and all that, I want to tell you, but I just can't because it will ruin the show. Yeah. So. I'm going to defer to, I'm not going to spoil this for you and um, just say, just watch the fucking show. You're going to love it. <laughs> I think everyone's banging to watch it, to be honest. We just, we're, yeah. we need, to, we're, we're doing a bit of digging for everyone because we know that they're absolutely going to be glued to this season. It looks amazing. I, yeah, look, what I love, and what I love about this show is it, you know, it doesn't matter where it pops up. You know, we've been on Channel 9, we've been on Go. This year we're on 9 now. Like, we could literally be on SBS hungarian channel and it's still you know it's still going to do it's still going to rate exactly the same on tv we know that 90 percent of our viewers watch it on you know watch it on catch up they either you know binge five episodes at a time or you know or they uh, wait they're just desperately refreshing to uploads every single night that's obviously what we hope people are doing um so you can just view this in so many different ways and love island is not a television show anymore it's you know it's content you know and it's and it's not just for australia it's for all around the world like you know every time we put a social post it's like when can i watch this in new zealand when can i watch this in the uk when can i watch this in america and uh, you know we've had uh, you know messages from uh, it's, you know netflix asia and all like it's just on it's just such a global brand now it's just on all over the, the world yeah. what i say to what what I say to the crew now, this is my, you know, my big hype speech, and I'll give you my little insight. Like, imagine you're a producer who's just turned up in Spain, and, you know, you're sitting there in some catering tent somewhere, and I stand up and I do, like, the rah-rah. Uh, but what I'm saying is true. Unless you've worked on the World Cup, the Olympic Games, Eurovision, you know, something that is broadcast to half the bloody world, you are never, ever going to make a television that is going to be seen on television content that is going to be seen by more people than what you're about to make. Yeah. Um, Love Island is so big. Just look at the YouTube clips. You know, it's, it's over yeah. a billion now. I think yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, um, it's 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 so big. So you know, you know, yes. If you work on Married at First Sight, two and a half million people are going to watch you in Australia. If you work on Love Island, then twenty million people are going to watch you around the world. It's yeah. become it's this huge thing in itself, from like every other country's doing it now, and it's just become a full big, yeah. Like, what do you yeah. call it? Like a phenomenon franchise, franchise. Yeah. like just it's every a franchise. Yeah. If you had to pick an Islander from this year's season that reminds you of Anna or myself, who would be who? That's a good question. Anna, you are Stella. Okay. Maddie, you are Callum. Okay, let's pull up. Looks, <laughs> we need to refer to the images. Yeah, looks-wise or? Uh, more personality-wise. More personality-wise. Okay, okay. Okay, interesting. We, on first looks, we thought like just looks-wise, I was the like Holly and that was oh, yeah. Mitchell, but I guess that was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I reckon I'm closer to the money than, than you there guys. There we are, yeah. okay. 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 Well, but the but then, again, then again, I've just been watching them 24 hours a day for the last you know, <laughs> five weeks. So. What's been the most shocking moment that's happened on Love Island for you in all of the seasons? On air? Both. No, let's go both. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon it'd be more interesting. <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry to go back to it again, but that fight in series one, you know, like, you know, I, I've still got behind the scenes vision, which I'll never release of me running into that villa and like calming, <laughs> calming Grant Eden down. And, you know, they were, they were going to walk, you know, like they were both, and, and we were that close to kicking them out because, you know, had yeah. they thrown punches yeah, um, and we would have lost our two biggest males and, you know, like they, they were our 
two biggest stories. They were first in Rising. Imagine what, weren't they? Yeah, and imagine that what that would have done to Love Island ongoing had we, uh, you know, A, had to kick them out, or B, had they have walked. So I was in proper uh, counselling mode that night. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it was like not only I had to reprimand them, um, you know, for nearly getting physical – because, you know, you throw a punch in Love Island Villa, you're out. You know, yeah. end of story. We don't, we don't condone it at all. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God a punch wasn't thrown. So I had to reprimand them, but at the same time be like, don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> We're expecting the show to be massive this year. You said that there's not going to be a lot of edits. So you guys are turning it over within a day. Can you tell us like one big thing that's going to happen though? Just like one thing for our listeners where they can be like, fuck, I need to watch this show, right? More than one person will walk into the villa that you know and will blow your fucking mind. Stop it. I'm I'm itching to watch this season. I don't know. Yeah, now I'm excited. I'm very (laughs) excited to watch. Look, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, we know you're extremely busy. We can't wait to watch the season. It's out on the 31st of October. Make sure you guys check it out. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it definitely got my intrigue now. I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be good fun. stuff. Yeah, it's going to be good. No, enjoy it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a belter. It's a real, real good one.